यू आर लिसनिंग टू अमिंट प्रोडक्शन प्रॉट यू बाय एच टी स्मार्ट कास्ट हेलो एंड वेलकम टू वाई नॉट मिंट मनी दिस इज नील बोराटे फ्रॉम द मिंट मनी टीम द नेशनल पेंशन सिस्टम और एन पी एस हैज क्रॉस्ड एसेट्स ऑफ सेवन लैख क्रोर्स एंड इफ यू इंक्लूड द अटल पेंशन योजना अ सब्सक्राइबर बेस ऑफ फाइव क्रोर स्लोली बट श्योरली दिस इज बिकमिंग अ वेहीकल for many indians to provide for their retirement today i speak to the chairman of the nps regulator which is called the pfrda supratim bandyopadhyay and he updates me on the progress of the nps both in terms of subscriber growth as well as functionally in terms of onboarding new players as pension fund managers or as agents to sell the nps In the course of the interview we have used certain abbreviations such as POP and RFP and let me quickly clarify what they mean so POP or point of presence is an agent which can sell the NPS akin to a mutual fund agent or an insurance agent RFP or request for proposals is a system for inviting new companies to become pension fund managers in the nps perhaps the most significant thing that the chairman said was the plan to do away with the 75% cap on equity exposure in the nps specifically for nps tier 2 so nps has two accounts one is tier 1 which is a retirement account where your money matures at the age of 60 and tier 2 which is a savings account where you can withdraw money at any point of time this is where the pfrda plans to do away with the 75% maximum equity limit and allow subscribers to even invest the entire tier 2 account in equity in tier 1 as well they have planned a change drastic one but significant nonetheless at present subscribers can opt for 75% equity in tier 1 but only if they are below the age of 50 after the age of 50 there is a forced tapering 2.5% exposure to equity is cut down every year for 10 years and hence the equity exposure is brought to 50% at the age of 60 this forced tapering is what the regulator is planning to do away with there are some approvals pending in this process but this seems to be the direction of travel with that listen in hi welcome to why not mint money a personal finance podcast where we help you understand basic money concepts and share strategies for you to build your wealth so let's get started on your money journey So, if you can update us on the progress of the NPS in the past year, update uh, means uh, the the progress has been uh, quite satisfactory. At the beginning of the year, we are talking about certain numbers. Now we are close to that numbers, but yes, of course, it all depends on March performance because we are talking about say one million in uh, NPS per se. So we have reached around eight lakh thirty thirty four thousand. uh still maybe 3 weeks to go and i believe in fact before this meeting today we are talking to one of the large pops 
and they are also very excited they are thinking that next 3 weeks good numbers will so come. this would be 1 million fresh subscriber additions fresh subscriber addition which never happened in the history of pfrd because last year was obviously the highest about little less than 6 lakh 5 lakh 90000 so if you look at it almost almost more than 60% growth over that so in a year particular year when we have seen two waves of corona i believe the way pops have done until now i believe they have done a wonderful job reaching out to people through they have created their own mobile apps online channels and online channels are also doing quite well because during this period a lot of people would like to avoid coming physically to a bank branch or a pops office and all that so that way they have done a very wonderful job and i believe the kind of growth day after day we are seeing that that makes us even more expectant that uh, things will happen right um now late last year you released some regulations for individuals to enroll themselves as agents of pops mm-hmm. um has there been much progress in that area and do you have any plans to publish like uh, for mutual funds you have number of arns so to publish the number of agents at periodic intervals so basically what will happen uh, these um, individual agents uh, will not be impaneled by us directly pfrd because as you also realize that it will be a large number and we cannot at a regulatory body level we can we cannot deal with such large numbers so what we are trying to do and what guideline we have also given is that these are to be actually impaneled by the pops themselves and they will have a very simple uh, format in that format they will have some kind of an agreement with them and who can be impaneled like insurance agents if you look at it insurance sector itself has more than 3 million agents similarly mutual fund distributors those who are already selling some kind of a financial product and they have basic understanding so these are the people who can be impaneled by them and with that agreement they will have understanding as to how the revenue will be shared and all that and keeping that in view actually we have increased our pop charges also yeah though we have increased it across the sectors but our basic focus was the individuals just to attract the individuals we also felt little more should be given of course it is nothing compared to insurance commission or mutual fund distribution fee but still we try to do something for the individuals so far as the traction part not much of traction we have seen some of the pension fund managers who have taken pop license and those who are promoted by their life insurance wings they have told that they are having some or creating some tie ups with those life insurance agents and trying to see that they are used for this purpose so i believe uh, maybe not so much in the current year but in the next year we'll also try to do something more on that front so that more individuals coming means uh, more people working at the ground level and they can reach out to people especially in the tier 2 tier 3 tier 4 cities there you need some kind of a hand holding yeah people may not be so much comfortable with uh, online modes and all that and nps gives so many choices so you need to explain to people yeah 
the other area that um, does PFRDA have plans for regulatory sandbox? There have been instances of startups coming up in the pension sector of late. Um, so any plans for that? We have we have put in some kind of guidelines also, but only thing is that we have been talking to some of our POPs also to bring some uh, some novel ideas, which can be really worked on in that uh, sandbox environment. But uh, till now we have not received anything worthwhile. So we are making our effort in that, but uh, unfortunately I have nothing much to add on that front. Right. Um, you made a request for proposals, uh, a rolling uh, scheme rather than sort of opening it uh, at specified intervals. Perhaps I'm wrong. Um, so just wanted to check on fresh applications for PFMs and um, the status of the ones who did apply. So Axis, for example, had applied, but they have not yet launched operations. Yeah, Axis actually, uh, we uh, approved their application long back. But since uh, for the Axis Bank, who is floated uh, Axis AMC, and Axis AMC is going to be the major promoter here, so there obviously they had to take their primary regulator, that is Axis Bank's primary regulator, RBI's approval. So these approvals took some time. Right. So now all the approvals are in place. And in fact, few days back also, I had a meeting with the uh, top PP. So they are expecting by April uh, this thing, they will be able to form the pension fund management company. And once they form the pension fund management company, they will come for certificate of registration, which will be given. So far as other two are concerned, where the approval was given a little later, uh, one is promoted by Tata AMC and one is promoted by Max Life Insurance. I believe they are working on war footing. So another two, three months time, we can see their pension fund right. managers also in place. Right. And you receive more applications in the interim or? Um... No, actually what we are doing now, this uh, window we are opening for a month or so. And we are telling people who are interested in coming in advance that we will be opening during this period. Last year, I think it was a little delayed because the approval of the board came and thereafter we started doing it, it was in July. But this year definitely would like to do it uh, during the either April or May kind of right. period. And we'll be telling, we know still couple of other uh, people are uh, really interested. Uh, so if they come along, fine with us. Right. Um, are there any plans to remove the 75% equity cap, particularly in NPS tier 2? Yeah, already, already um, um, uh, our pension advisory committee also agreed to that, but they only wanted to tell us one thing that like uh, that uh, mutual fund industry also, they use a riskometer which shows the kind of risk you are taking investing in that particular product. So here also you develop some kind of a riskometer. So that is developed uh, with help of NPS Trust and Crucial. And uh, that riskometer uh, already is in place, and we are taking it to the board this time. Uh, next board meeting, whenever it happens, I believe it will happen sometime during this month. So once board approve approves it, uh, then that 75% limit will be increased to 100% in uh, tier two, because that is an optional uh, account altogether. And in tier one also, we are going to bring a small change. What happened? 
we had a 75% active choice in equity but what happened there we kept a small uh, this thing uh, there condition there once you cross 50 years of age your equity component will yeah. come down so that uh, some people who had chosen earlier 75% and when they reached 70 50 years of age and it was coming down they were not very happy they said that uh, very consciously i have chosen yeah. so why you are reducing yeah. and if it is active choice it will remain like that so there also we are removing that clause now i believe that you've empaneled uh, a consulting firm for the minimum guaranteed pension um, any progress on this yeah we have just uh, um, uh, empaneled them uh, i had one round of discussion with them to talk about what kind of guarantees can be given guarantees can be of different form different ways we can give guarantees two things we have to keep in mind one is that the guarantee given should attract people also that yes there is something uh, extra or something more which is really attracting me and secondly that should be something which uh, again pension fund managers also can manage i have to look at from both the ways i cannot give a, a kind of an absolute guarantee and say that whatever comes i'll give you 10% kind of a return that is impossible yeah impossible under this kind of volatilities that we see in the market so ideally i do not know they will design the product ideally maybe a uh, 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 fluctuating guarantee a guarantee which is uh, benchmarked to some kind of a uh, sort of tbl or a one year government security will be a better way of doing things and that may be reset the guarantee is not fixed for the entire term so it can be reset after every year or every six months that will be a better way of looking at it as i see personally but obviously the consultant knows best so they will come out with it and thereafter and we have already created a committee where not only couple of internal people are there we have taken at least two three actuaries from outside some help from our pension advisory committee also so that they also will guide the consultant as to what is acceptable right thank you so much for joining us if you have any feedback about this episode you can reach out to me on twitter at actusday that's a c t u s d d e i or you can email us at mintmoney@livemint.com This was a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.